0: Welcome to the inaugural edition of uh, Fantastic Quarterbacks and Where to Find Them, the podcast for our uh, NFL fantasy leagues. This is what happens when you're on lockdown and there's no sport on and you've got nothing better to do. Um, I'm delighted to be joined by my co host, Bruce McIntyre. Bruce, how are you doing?
1: I'm very well, thank you very much. Uh,
0: Bruce has decided to have a live audience for his first podcast recording. so uh, a big hello to uh, chloe and Bruce's sister in the background there as well hi. <laughs> hi their opinion will be welcome at any point during the show yeah um we have a uh, a busy show tonight because we're featuring our first special guest uh, for the podcast that is um the world's most beautiful man gordon Beridge. Bob, how you doing
2: I'm well I'm really well thank you excited to be part of this inaugural event uh hopefully first of many
0: I mean it could be unique this could be our only it could be a one off.
2: <laughs> probably should be a one-off
0: <laughs> particularly if it doesn't record in which case we're never doing this again
2: <laughs> no, so, good to be here.
0: Yeah, so the focus today is going to be on our uh, league that we started up last week, Um, largely started because we were bored, but um, importantly, introduce some new members to our little NFL family. Um, So a big welcome uh, to Steve, to Katie, uh, to Doug and to Sean. Um, I hope they become avid listeners of this podcast uh, our focus will largely be on that league this week, but we'll also be mentioning our other uh, NFL Dynasty League um, because that has uh, has caused some controversy this week um, uh, with a particularly interesting trade that we'll get to at the end of the show. Uh, however, our focus, as I said, is going to be on our new league. And uh, I'll, I'll turn to Bruce first. Bruce, what did you think um, of the format of this league? Um,
1: obviously something we haven't tried before. What were your feelings going in? I quite like the idea of coming up with um, rules for a league that I've never heard of before so I've never heard of a a league that has no bench um, and just all your starters. Um, I suppose it's a bit like best ball but you can actually trade and do waivers so I really like that. Um, Superflex settings it's actually becoming quite more common these days. Um, so I'm glad to get involved in that because it kind of makes the quarterbacks more relevant. Like in, in the NFL, the most important position is a quarterback. So it's nice and super flex that there's a bit more power added to them. It definitely threw in a different dimension to the draft, didn't it? The yeah.
0: quarterbacks were going very early. Yeah. The tight ends, people are taking three tight ends a team. I mean, yes. I'm in
1: heaven with that. <laughs> I know, it's... The- if you look at the stats for the tight ends, even like the bottom tight ends, they're only as good as even with the 1.5 PPR. Because most of the tight ends are like tie end, touchdown dependent. So with the 1.5 PPR score, and most of the tight ends are only like the same as a wide receiver three or four. So if you're taking, unless you're getting one of the top guys, you should really be waiting until later on. Well, we'll see if that happens. We'll see how we'll see how Bob stood with his tight ends.
0: He's nervously playing with his beard because he's thinking, shit, what are these boys thinking about me already. They're gonna tear me
1: apart. <laughs> I was looking. I quite like Bob's this draft, actually. I just had a look. Oh, it was
0: pretty good, wasn't it? He's gonna get away fairly well, apart from what happened in round eight and nine. But we'll get to that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was certainly uh, a particularly enjoyable draft, and I did. Uh, I love that we brought in some new people, some of whom have never done fantasy NFL before, to a draft with ridiculous rules that we made up on the spot. And there's like no way you can go online and like Google. Or which players are going to be good for the scoring format, or what the tactics should be for your season, because we just made it up, and
1: I've never read about a league like this anywhere else. Yeah, that's that's actually quite a good point, because like obviously there's so much information online, you can just like look up a list of players, and then you can probably get a pretty good draft. We just go with consensus, but this league sort of yeah, put the cat amongst the pigeons. I'm fairly sure
0: that that was your tactic in your first ever NFL fantasy draft, group, wasn't it? Didn't you just get a list of players and just follow it down? Yeah. That worked though. Got to the semis. Just shows how little we actually all know. Um, well, I'll bring uh, I'll bring Bobs into the conversation then. Um, Bobs, um, I'm going to start with what I want to uh, make a regular feature on the podcast. Um, which is really to give our origin stories, how we all came to be uh, where we were in this NFL league. And um, as much as it pains me, it does very much center around um, one very tall ginger man, which is um, Michael Wilton. Um, he ultimately is the reason that uh, we all started this. Um, and so I wondered if you could fill me in on your uh, six degrees of separation to Michael Wilton. How did you come to know that man and end up in his fantasy league?
2: Well, wow. Well, we all probably hoped it'd rather have been a Greg Rutherford tall ginger man, but uh, we're stuck with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. But no, uh, he's a our lovely, celebrity friend. Our celebrity friend, yeah. No, he's a, he's a lovely bloke, isn't he? Uh, so I, I met Mike, I think we're nearly getting on nine, ten years ago now, roughly nine years ago, definitely. Um, and yeah fast forward from there to um 2018 i think I, I just moved out to santa monica um for for work and i was invited round uh to mike's for a, a mexican takeaway and uh, and a, a madden sesh he loves a he loves a, a madden sesh on his ps uh, ps4 so um, I think we ended up spending most of Saturdays and Sundays um, round at the Wiltons watching sports and uh, some random paid for link for British TV um, so the girls could watch Strictly Come Dancing and <laughs> the <Great laughs> British Bake Off or something like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I got involved with, uh, what was it now? Mike, Mike's Society team. We had a mixed Six Aside team, football team in Santa Monica. Um, and I was hoping to, to kind of showcase uh, to the locals some of my uh, never-before-seen skills and ability. Yeah. Uh, I was so wrong. It was, <laughs> I, was all, I, I lacked all sorts of fitness. It was ridiculous. Um, and obviously, that's their game over there. So uh, I guess, I, you know, I managed a few goals, uh, a bit of nice play here and there, but um, they'd seen it all before. They had like a, a U.S., born Mexican superstar in the team so I was just uh, <laughs> you were not
0: the ringer you were hoping was, to be <laughs> I was not
2: the ringer I was hoping to be yeah so I think Mikey took a bit of pity on me and uh instead he invited me to to join this uh less energy required squad <laughs> in the form of an ES uh, the ESPN uh, fantasy league um and I, you know immediately got hooked into it um I had no idea what I was doing. I think I drafted five quarterbacks <laughs> yeah, I remember in that. like a like a <laughs> squad. Uh, thinking you know, I could play them all because they all got the most stuff. that was
1: legendary, I remember that.
2: <laughs> Suffices <laughs> to say, I, you know, I ended up um out of the out of playoff con- contention in record time. So <laughs> uh and and yeah, so I guess that's where it all started really, and um you know getting involved with you guys in the um in the legacy and and obviously this is uh is just great it's great fun
0: i remember um a little bit our first meeting bobs it was definitely down in london um at uh, we met at some point on a night out with mike david jackson i think um, yeah i think yeah i think somebody i think he stole my coat that's what i seem to remember and mike falling asleep somebody yeah yeah he because I remember going back. Yeah. I had the next day. I had to go to his house to get my coat. I remember that. And yeah. Mike fell asleep on the bus on the way home. And then yeah. we paid for an illegal cab. It was, it was a good night.
2: <laughs> an illegal cab. Yeah,
0: like you know, a guy who's not actually a London taxi driver, oh, or right, like a right. yeah. just a guy on the street, took us home yeah. for like fifty quid.
2: Nice. Fair <laughs> true story. True story. <laughs> yeah, I, I vaguely recall that. I think um, I think we were somewhere in Angel. I think, yes, um, I and uh, probably throwing all kinds of weird shapes on the dance floor. Right.
0: I remember buying a round of whiskey shots fairly early in the night. Um, so that's probably where I went down from there. <laughs> <Yeah>. Good times. <laughs> right. Um, moving on to uh, this week's draft itself. Um, Bob, did you have any pre-draft tactics coming in other than yeah. draft five quarterbacks?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, th- I think I think I actually uh, alluded to it immediately in the draft. But well, before we actually drew for the the placings, um, you get CMC and you're uh, you're in the playoffs. But uh, well, that that was fortunate for me because I ended up <laughs> being the first pick. Um, so how I did think- you
0: feel when your name was drawn out of the cup?
2: Oh, I got excited. I did. I got excited. <laughs> I like the fact that uh, you did the UK and US separate because we had a bit of an issue, didn't we? I think when we when we tried to do the rookie draft um, with it being with us waiting around, I think, for uh, for some of our US guys for quite some time.
0: Yeah, well, well, some of our US guys are involved in like deep undercover work, so it's, sure. it, can be, it can be difficult to get hold of them sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, Well, look, we can't we can't blame them for everything, but um, <laughs> certainly blame them for delays.
0: So draft CMC yeah. is a pretty strong. Uh, it's a pretty strong opening tactic, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think that that was that was the game, and then it, make sure I get some strong running backs was the was my game. Um, and then I realized ah uh, you didn't really follow that game boss no I'm just looking at your drafts yeah no I know I, I screwed up i was I was thinking I was, I was literally chasing my tail after after CMC you know <laughs> <laughs> well I've
0: got one I'm sorted it's fine. Yeah, I'm
2: all right I'm all right did I mention it.
0: I've got CMC I've named my team after it <laughs>
2: yeah everything was just uh, built around him and i for, I forgot to build so
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair building around cmc might be enough to get you quite a long way if he stays fit um so we'll go round by round um, and yeah. doing a bit of analysis of things um we've already talked about cmc at 1-1 bruce i don't think you can
1: really argue with that choice can you no he's pretty much the, yeah he's the first pick in any format he's basically two players two good players in one he is he had didn't so he had over a thousand yards running and receiving last year. Yeah, he got he got he had, had one
0: hundred and sixteen receptions. So that's, that's like mental. I think if you took out all his running, he would have still been about the wide receiver eight. So that's like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That's why you should never trade him away if anyone's
1: ever thinking of wow. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's <is laughs> <good, is>
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, <I> anything <laughs> just a comment. <laughs> Yeah, I think his season last season is it's either the best or one of the top two of all time. In fantasy. I
0: um, it was pretty damn good. And I, I don't really doubt that I mean he probably won't do that again, but mm. he's gonna be amazing again, let's be honest. Um their team's offense is still built around him. Teddy Bridgewater loves a short pass and yeah. Sean McCaffrey's gonna be there to catch them. So
2: Is he is he gonna be better than Barkley? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I just, I just think yes, yeah. I think yes. I think that he is still going to very much be, the absolute center of their offense. Whereas, the Giants, Daniel Jones' style is much more to finger down the field, and he's definitely got the wide receivers to do that too. Um, So yeah, we'll see. It's so hard to predict what the Giants are going to do. They've got new coaches. They've got a new offensive, offensive coordinator. They've um, got a young quarterback. It's gonna be hard to know how they're gonna play, but i would be very happy with CMC.
2: And and you pick, you pick him before Lamar Jackson. Well, yes, I think so. Mm. See that that was that was that was it. That's what I had in my head. It's like my alternatives would have been if I was third or fourth, uh, would have been Barkley or or Jackson.
1: Bruce, um, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think, I'm not too sure, but it. it's hard to know because we don't, this league sort of sentence don't exist, but, but Lamar and Mahomes do give a massive advantage over every other player at quarterback, the same as the way it McCaffrey does.
2: Yeah.
1: And McCaffrey outscored Lamar last year. Yeah.
0: And so you feel like his advantage, yeah, that the could. other running backs, is even greater yeah. Lamar is over your third best quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So um and I think that as Bob's found out it's hard to find other high scoring running backs. I don't think it is as hard to find other high scoring quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whether, uh, you, pick, whether th- you pick some Bobs is a different matter but
2: yeah. Well I think it was a, what was it I was reading that he outscored the next closest running back by over 150 points, was yeah. it something like that? Yeah. Which is, is crazy. Like yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a quarterback uh, between one QB one and ten that outscored yeah. by that much. So you're pretty safe, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we all I think we all like that. Um, we're going to do your picks in pairs because they came in pairs because you were around the turn. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So next you picked. Uh, Chris Godwin and Austin Eckler as your round two and three picks mm. uh, tell me your thoughts Bob how are you feeling at this stage
2: uh, uh, nervous a little bit actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I possibly could have gone a little better uh, I don't know but uh, I think with, with Brady uh, going in there he's he's got to be his main target right Yes. yes, yeah. There are thereabouts. So uh, and and everybody's, you know, everybody's talking about Brady having a a good year.
1: Yeah. It's coming Br- Brady makes Edelman good.
2: Right. I'm less nervous now. Playoffs. That was all in my head. <laughs> I
0: sense that little dig there, Bruce. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Bobs, so I do sense that like every decision that you make when it comes to NFL fantasy you 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 really do consider the other side and it gives you a little bit of anxiety
2: yeah oh yeah yeah like I say I think everybody knows I I buy something I like to to keep the receipt
0: (laughs) swift return
2: (laughs) yeah well well, one night you don't pull take it back
1: (laughs) uh Bruce what did you think of these two yeah, I really like Chris Godwin this season. Like, just Tampa basically just upgraded their quarterback and it's all the same. So Winston was absolutely balling out. And I think Brady's just much more intelligent. But Godwin just loves this slot receiver. So Godwin's going to be brilliant.
0: Yeah, i got to yeah. agree. I
1: think, um, I think they're only going to keep,
0: from what they've been saying, they're only going to have two wide receivers on the field. They're just going to have Godwin and Evans
1: and two tight ends. Yeah. So I think both of them are going to do really well. With yeah. you got to think that they're going to maybe pay a bit some attention to Gronk as well. So if anything, that just helps helps Godwin even more. Yeah, for sure.
2: At, and you going at, to say that, at that point in the draw, guys, what, what, would you, what would have been your alternatives?
1: I mean, I was having a look. You could have took... <laughs> I don't know, I quite like Chris Carson there. But I'm probably going running back first two rounds, no matter what.
2: Really? Yeah. So
1: I think the only... Yeah, I think your only
0: decision you've got to make is position here. Because I actually think you've picked the best wide receiver that's left there. If you look at who went in the next round, the next round, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, Thielen and Robinson. Godwin's a better pick than all of them. So I think you've picked very soundly there. But... um. Who was left on the board at running back? So Gurley, Carson, Melvin Gordon, Clyde edwards I mean, I think you probably picked the two best players. Yeah. On the board. Yeah. I was. I w- have not written down anything against uh, these picks to slate you.
1: No. So
0: take, take this round.
1: Is
2: <laughs> it for later? Can't
1: wrong in the first few rounds, I would say
0: i would i would agree i think we're still in the safe zone where basically whoever you would have picked um well there's a cheeky cooper cup has slid in there in round two when we get Steele on we'll have to talk about that but <laughs> apart from that the rest of them i think all the way up to yeah all through the third round most of the fourth round as well uh absolutely solid like you
1: can't really go wrong yeah on script um, I'm not too sure about Darren. I don't know. I'm not too sure about Waller in the third. Well,
2: yeah. Waller the
1: Baller.
0: It's a great name, if nothing else. But we'll we'll get to that with Tommy. So I think we're very, I think, Bobs, you you should, like, at this point, you can, like, relax and you've done well. Okay. Um, (laughs) Round four and five. You're right. (laughs) All right, Bobs. Talk us through these two. Talk us through Aaron Rodgers. Mostly Aaron Rodgers that, and then and Evan Ingram. What was going
2: uh, on here? Well, you know, I think with Rodgers, uh, I'm banking on other teams underestimating him now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all right because he's not a big name. No one will of him.
2: Yeah, he's only been around a 20 years. <laughs> uh, yeah. I probably could have gone earlier, I guess on, on Prescott or Wilson, um, before confirming, uh, you know, the, the full kind of starting running backs that I'd have. Um, but I just felt again before, when I was doing this before, uh, I didn't have the optionality with the, with the running backs, but that I would with the quarterbacks, mm-hmm. um, um, but then I didn't pick right. Because... <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so yeah. Um, Given
0: I... your time again, right? Given this yeah. draft again, would you have taken Rogers here, or would you? Would you? Would you want that pick back? I,
2: yeah. well, I don't. I don't know. Like I say, I, I'm, I'm. I'm. banking on other teams underestimating him. So uh, I, I'm hoping. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with my my choice, and I. I, I think he's gonna be good. Again,
1: <laughs> nice, Bruce. What are your thoughts? I own Rogers in Dynasty, so I hope he does good. But I just think like last season he finished ninth overall, but it's really deceptive because he had a few absolute smash games, and then the rest of the time he was basically outside the top twenty on most of his games. So he's not—I don't know. I just feel like Green Bay. Unless they have to pass, they're not going to now. They just want to run. No, that's not good for Rogers.
2: mm. Uh, uh.
1: We need to wait and see, though. You've got a point to prove. There's a bit of tension in the camp, so. Bob's, I'm going to put it out there that there was some psychological pressure at this point
0: to pick a quarterback, and that maybe you were feeling that because since your previous pick, Austin Eckler, you had seen Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, Drew Brees, Kyler Murray, and Ryan Tannehill go off the board. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that had any impact on the fact that you thought I better get in with the quarterback because? If I when I come around later in two rounds' time, who knows what will be left for me?
2: Yeah, absolutely, exactly that. And I think um, I think what I had in my mind was that uh, nobody would pick Murray, but I didn't. I just I just didn't see all of them going in at uh, at such a rapid pace in that in that in that fourth. And yeah, I guess it was a bit of panic. I need to get somebody that, you know, can get reasonable points and didn't think didn't think on Rogers' backstory, didn't properly didn't properly research it and yeah, effectively was, hit my pants. It was probably pushing you up against your bedtime, mate. I mean, it was. Yeah, it, it might have been. There's a few a few of my picks that I'm gonna blame on on my bedtime. <laughs>
0: And also, I'm going to carry on defending you a little bit because in a way you might have been right because after the Rogers pick and before your next round of picks, Matt Ryan, Joe Burrow, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford and Tom Brady also all wet. Yeah. So while we're not sure about Rogers, maybe your decision to take a QB here was actually the right one.
2: Just the wrong one. (laughs) Well, time will tell on that. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, th- I think, I think they were going and they were going quickly. And I, I think, certainly in round four, you got, uh, if you didn't get a QB, then you weren't getting one of the top ones because it just, it just went so quickly.
1: Yeah, I think it's always nice to just have one of the, the best Q, the best top QBs, because then you can just relax a little bit.
2: Mm. Particularly, yeah. particularly
0: if you were chasing three QBs. Bob's, did you have that in mind? Were you thinking from the outset that you were going to get three?
2: No, no. I thought, I thought definitely two, and then they just went very quickly, and I thought, um, I just, I just thought, yeah, I need to start thinking about that that super flex when I got further into the draft. So um, I, I really like that idea, and I think um, if I again, if I'd have had another pick after reading it properly. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have thought of that as well. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, not not my finest hour. But, um, yeah. And then I, I shifted to, I think, was that my, my, I was the first pick in round five, wasn't I, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with the tight end? And that, that's always, that was always going to be difficult, I, I felt as well. Once you get past, um, once you get past Kissel and Kelch, there's, everybody's much of a mushness unless, uh, unless they stay fit. And that, that's what I was thinking with Engram. I think he stays fit. He can, I wouldn't say compete with those guys, but he's up there.
1: I could, yeah, he could, like, I think he could. If he, he plays the 16 good. games, he could, he'd probably lead to Giants and Targets if he's mm. fit all season, I would say.
2: Just and needs to stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I th- I, I've got him in, in legacy, and I, I thought, uh, knowing how often I had uh, trade trades in for him uh, I obviously I, I, you, you being one of the main culprits Bruce <laughs> <laughs> um, I love him yeah I just think I just think he stays fit um, and, and with those uh, the skew I guess on on tight ends I think he's uh, he could be a good high point scorer for me
1: yeah he's really really good he's just for Bruce to knock a choice
0: where he tries to trade for him every single week <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bob's wasn't even that high on him until I kept coming after him.
2: <laughs> I, I was, I was ready to give you away, give him away for a rookie. I think. <laughs> oh, you
0: see, sharing is caring. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I would say I agree. He was definitely the tight end. If you're going to take a tight end, he was definitely the one to take here. And I also agree with Bruce that his ceiling is as high as as anyone. Maybe not Kelsey, but. The rest of them, he could be as good as any of them if he stays fit. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he will. But, <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: Is it? Is it like? Uh, I think who was who it that Mike traded me last last year in Legacy? Um, oh, James Connor. Connor and I, I, in a in a three man trade with um, Deshaun Watson in there as well, <laughs> going the other way. God, what a mistake!
0: <laughs> I don't know. I I still think at the time. I genuinely. We'll, we'll have to come back to that trade when we we get you on to talk about your dynasty team because I still think that that wasn't that bad a trade. Um, I mean, since then, Mike has uh, has made a lot of hay out of that uh, yeah. out of those players. But you've done. I didn't think it was that bad. Um, I think
2: I think on the for, for the points difference is is what I'm looking at it. You're a, you're a maths man. You'll you'll appreciate this. I think the d- difference that Mike got out of that, plus the fact that he managed to trade Watson for you know in a, in a trade for um, McCaffrey, I just I just think he won big time. I I always I say this about Mike's trade: you either win big or you lose big. Um, and I lost big. I felt there last season, at least.
1: Maybe maybe deal.
2: not maybe not in the long run, but that's. Uh, We'll see. I'll tell you what, We're, gents, we'll, yeah,
1: you, uh, I, you, though. I think you had the highest points for,
0: <laughs> what we'll do is we will, uh, we'll revisit Mike's trade voodoo when it comes yeah. to our discussion of, uh, this week's trades, because both <laughs> I've never traded with him.
2: Wow. <laughs> both, really? Yeah.
0: Well, apart from, I think last year at ESPN, I, we swapped defenses or something. Um, but uh, you two have both uh, been in trades with him, so I'm, I've got some. I'm gonna. Add, I've got some questions about what it's like uh, trading with the Ginger Prince. Um, but yeah. So yeah. Um, my final, my final point I had about these two picks is while um, I think again, I think you were a little bit screwed by being on the turn, to be honest, because you kind of had to get the QBs and the tight ends because you didn't know what was going to be left when it got back around to you. There were some good players left on the board that. I wonder now if you could have your way again, the likes of um, OBJ, AJ Brown, Robert Woods, Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, who were, who maybe if you'd had your way, if you knew how it was all going to fall out, maybe you could have picked from that pool and got away with it. But again, I think it was tough. You were in a tough spot being being where you were on the board.
2: Hmm. Uh, I. Yeah, I think with OBJ, OBJ, I, I had, again, I had him last year and he was injured a lot. Um, I think with... May, who chose Burrow as a, as a QB? KJ. KJ. See, that, that, that could have been a good shout. That could have been a really good shout. Uh, and I had the option, I think, before... Uh, but I, I was happy with with Engram in that one. Going going into the 6th was the was was go- always going to be difficult because that's that's when all of the I think the the rest of the second level uh, QBs uh were starting to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. And so in the 6th and 7th you took Keenan Allen and mm. Baker Mayfield. Uh how did you feel
2: about these? Well, for me, I think uh, I think Alan was, again, a, a good really wide receiver that was left. I think he was, he's, he's up there with the best that were left there. Um, but, again, lack of research, I didn't realise that uh, Rivers had gone. <laughs> 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 and that's going to be a massive challenge. He, he, they've got the they've got a guy that went in there didn't they uh, taylor that uh, went in there uh, last year was it I like uh, they've got, so got tyrods
0: and then they've got their then number what they number 6 overall um yeah but as well so he'll come in at some point
2: during the right year. Yeah. hopefully they'll, they'll have built up enough of a wavelength and uh he'll, he'll do all right next year still i think i don't, I don't know i don't know if there's there was any better wide receiver to take other than Allen.
0: And then Bruce must have been pretty proud to see him take Baker Mayfield.
1: Yeah. It's gonna be on for a big season. <laughs> <laughs> Strong analysis. Know, there's still question parts this season about the Browns. Just worried about we don't really know what this Stefanski we we thought it was like what it was like in there uh, for the Vikings, but we don't know that it's definitely gonna be like that in Cleveland. We've made a few offensive line upgrades, so that's quite good for Baker because he's much better when he's got more time. So remains to be seen.
2: Do you, Do you uh, think like like uh, like Rogers that they'll be underestimating him?
1: Yeah,
2: I don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping for it.
1: I think I probably prefer Baker over Rogers this season. Yeah, his upside is really good.
2: Well, that's good. I've got him so. <laughs>
1: Uh, I think mean, this vein of fantasy analysis of the underestimation of <laughs> yeah. two of the
0: most famous quarterbacks in the league I, I think it's absolutely brilliant Bob. Uh, Bob, Bob I've never I've never heard it before but I realised <laughs> like it
2: I mean where 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 else do you guys think I could have gone uh, you, you reckon Goff or
0: no I didn't I thought these were the oh, two best players I thought yeah. you picked the best wide receiver that was on the board and I think um, yeah yeah I would have picked Baker. I think out of this, maybe Daniel Jones. If he could have some weeks that are bigger, but I think he will be less consistent than Baker. And yeah, um, yeah I would. I would have taken these two players. I think you picked well. I think I was thought you picked well at this spot. To be honest, do do you yeah.
2: think I could have gone earlier on Brady? Um, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. You you would have had to take him with your previous pair, wouldn't you? Essentially, you would have had to take him instead of Rogers. Yeah. You had, like you say, you had that tier of quarterbacks that runs Rogers, Ryan, Brady, Burrow, Stafford, Cousins, Wentz. You you had the chance to and I consider them as basically like one, one big group. Um, yeah. And you had to pick one and you picked Rodgers.
2: Well, that's fair enough.
0: You're going to stick by your guy, Bobs. Stick by your I'm guy. Ha-
2: yeah, I'm, 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 I'm ha- I am happy with it. I am happy with it at the end of the day but uh time will tell i think uh, i think they, they 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 were definitely the best that was on the board at the time
0: so round 8 and 9 this is this is personally my favorite part i've written quite <laughs> a few notes about round 8 and 9 i want to well, set the scene for round 8 and 9 it's 10:24 p.m.
2: okay yeah. literally 6 <laughs> 6 minutes past my bedtime <laughs> We've broken your technology
0: deadline by 24 minutes, okay? There's a lot of peer pressure going on.
2: (laughs) Have you experienced peer pressure like this in the past, Bobs? I I was getting messages from the group, from outside of the group (laughs) to stay awake. And then I've got got a nine-month pregnant wife telling me to go to bed, (laughs) knock the light off, go to bed. Or well, get out. Get out, basically. So, um, has yeah.
0: had Mike engaged in some wife harassment
1: at this point? <laughs> uh,
2: uh, no, he knows better than to poke the bear.
1: <laughs> She's in labour. She's like in labour. Mike's pulling her to get off <laughs> <to> the back.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah we will be very careful in time on next draft. Because <laughs> can you imagine if like phones up mid contraction? Say, Bob's on the turn, and we really need him to pick.
2: <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> so yeah, so I, I, I felt with um, I felt with this pick that I perhaps took a bit of a gamble. And two gambles gets,
0: bobs two gambles i'd put out there yeah yeah
2: yeah um yeah he, he, i think he still could become the go-to guy early on it's, just for the
0: listeners we're talking uh, in this round he took Chua, Tua Tagovailoa and Jerry Judy
2: yeah two two rookies with probably three years down the line going to be great but um we're not playing three years <laughs> Nine, <so. laughs> yeah um, but you never know you never know I, he's uh he's i think to his like i say he could it could be he could be good early on but um i don't think he's going to get this you know in front is he so uh,
1: bruce what do you think yeah i really like the Tua pick um, i thought i was I was going to take him and then I was like, there's no way Bobs takes him, so I'll take T.Y. And then I'll get to him the next time round. And then Bob took him, so I was like, fine. I think that's he's, that's a guy, like, as your third quarterback, yeah. you know, potentially you could be, like, peeking towards the end of the season. And Miami seemed to be getting better on offense. So, you know, could be good. Could be good. Uh, uh,
2: do, do you not think, though, for a, a super flex, I might have wasted some points there for for a while and, and maybe...
1: Yeah, maybe, but I took, on, yeah. I took a quarterback as well, at This, so I'm not going to say that.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, the the
0: when you took your final quarterback was really interesting because they, they were quite spread from this point on. Um, so there were a couple in this round, three in the next round, one in the next round, one in the round after that, one in the round after that, one in the round after that, and then one in the final round. Um, so people definitely... And maybe that's a suggestion that after Tua, given you guys both wanted him, that actually the quarterbacks after that were a bit shit. And so maybe he was the last one to grab. But weren't you boys nervous? Like, I could see him not starting for eight games.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just think, like, whenever Felix Magic has actually started a season for a team, usually just doesn't do well. So I can see him getting a run out game four, maybe
2: really that early
1: yeah man they picked him fifth didn't
0: they yeah his <laughs> magic has been a bit of a, a one season wonder hasn't he and then yeah, you give him the
1: starting job and then yeah, people I figure it out whenever he's actually uh, started a season he's never sort of been as magical as you know as coming in as a backup so
2: He's he's prone to injury though. It's yeah, I know.
1: I don't see how like putting him on. He's you know they're gonna to have to start him eventually. Right. But making him wait four or five games does not make it's, him less likely yeah. to get injured.
2: No, that's
1: true. Of. What are you gonna do though, Bob? Right. It's four weeks into the season. You've scored zero points
0: at that spot yeah. for four weeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what
2: are uh, well, you gonna be doing? <laughs> I also think that that's gonna be the case for a few others as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully, I'm playing them in the first four weeks. <laughs> so we'll we'll see, we'll see. I've got, I don't think I will be, but um, I mean, who who else would you guys have opted for there in the eighth?
0: Um, ooh, good question. That is an excellent question. Let me have a look. You mean you could go Minshew or Drew Lock, Breadwater.
2: Lock, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, yeah, all the, none of the quarterbacks exactly are exciting, are they? No. Yeah. Um, so I guess then you're looking at the other players that were available. So we've got we've got some fairly mediocre r- running backs. Although apart from the one that you took in the tenth, they were quite light. But we'll get on to him. I mean, there's there's players like Tyler Boyd, Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson, who are probably going to bring in you some steady wide receiver points. They're not going to. They're not going to blow you away, but they're also not going to... You know, they're going to put bring in points every week. Um, I went with AJ Green. Definitely the sort of high upside gamble. Might not play all season because he's really injured. Although I, I mostly took him because they're paying him $18 million this year. So I thought surely he must get on the field of it. Um, but yeah, I think um, this was a... Just trying to look, yeah. I would say in the eighth round, there were a lot of players that I quite liked that went before they got to you. Like, I really like Marquise Brown, um, Debo Samuel, Jarvis Landry, T.Y. Hilton. Those are all really good picks, but after that, it did get a bit more difficult. Mm, so. Yeah. so, I'm not going to beat you up too much about that one. Jerry Judy, on the other hand, <sighs> mate. Is he gonna? Is he gonna see five catches a week, Bruce? Nah. What do you think?
1: Nah, it's not. To be honest, it's not a great pick.
2: <laughs> <Nah>. Well, again, <laughs> <laughs> on reflection, I'm probably also over relying on a few teams doing really well, um, and I think this is where I started to. Um, I think any any strategy I had, at least anyway, had gone out the window here and I was like, "Bob, make a pick, make a pick, make a pick. That that, that also was playing on, but, um, no, it was like, it felt as though I was back in the rookie draft. And (laughs) at this point, I was just like, who's, who's, who's still available. And I I, I was just flicking through and I saw that Judy was available. And I thought, yeah, get it, get him in, get him in. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to be a possible, uh, W- WR1 and and then uh, you know read through it after I'd already drafted and thought ah oh, crap there's, there's a <laughs> <laughs> there's a load is a load of competition
0: here what what an absolute nightmare for Bob's so he's waking up in the morning he's in trouble with his wife for keeping him up late and he looks at his phone and he's drafted Jerry Judy I mean it's just a sad story isn't so. it
2: <laughs> again if we continue this league for three years I might be all right. <laughs>
0: yeah indeed indeed we'll switch it to a keeper league halfway through don't yeah, worry yeah.
2: that's what i was. Ho- that was a banking on that as well Bank- banking on so many things underestimation <laughs> <laughs> I know, things. Completely,
0: completely changing the league rules yeah. that is a good tactic <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah brilliant
0: nice now so yeah. we can
2: move on quickly. From we'll there. move
0: on from eight and nine. And I think there were external circumstances contributing to those picks because things got a lot better, in my opinion, in the next few rounds. Uh, so 10 and 11 were Keyshawn Vaughan and Noah Fant, um, uh, Particularly because um, re- leading up to these two, you actually had your mind uh, on Deontay Johnson and Hayden Hurst. They dropped just before you came to pick.
2: Mm.
1: Uh,
0: so what was, talk us through your mindset with your picks.
2: Yeah. Well, again, like I was saying, I think at this point of the draft, I wasn't sure of the depth of my NFL knowledge, and uh, <laughs> I, you know, again, kind of relied on the uh, the recent rookie draft to pick up uh, a prospect. I guess that uh, that was. I think I actually I, I did draft Keshawn in the in you the did. draft. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and you know, his reviews particularly stood out. Um, I think. His popularity uh, in in fantasy teams seems to be growing as well. So, I'm um, I was very happy when 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 I got him. To be honest with you, You
0: I I think
2: I also think he could be um, a main target for 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 Brady's love.
0: Absolutely, Bruce. What do you think of these two?
1: Uh,
2: Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah, I do like him, but I'm just not
1: too sure. But what's his role is gonna be this season. Everyone thinks he's gonna be the Lockton star pass catcher for Brady, but I'm not too sure. And to talk about rumours of Freeman signing now, so we'll see. But he's a great player, so he's he's a good pass blocker, that's what Brady needs, right?
0: Yeah, I, I liked I like the pick box because I think of what was left on the table at running back, he's the only one who has any chance of becoming oh, yeah. a running best back one.
1: one. Oh he's yeah. the best
0: one left on the board, definitely. I mean, after that, you had, like, Mack, Ronald Jones, Naheem Hines, guys who just aren't going to be their top running backs. So I, I, I did like it. I am a fan. Yeah, I haven't got a clue what's going to happen with Tampa, uh, with Tampa Bay's running backs. I'm really surprised they're talking about signing Freeman. Um, I think, although that's not the end, If, in, in a way, if uh, Freeman signed, I think that's much more the end of Ronald Jones. Yeah. If you've had a year to look at Ronald Jones and gone, I'm going to draft a rookie and sign another bet, I think it's going to actually impact um, Jones a lot more than it will um, Keyshank Vaughn. So I like that pick. And then I love Noah Fans. Fans. Yeah. 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 Great pick. I
2: think. I, think, I think to pick him up in the 11th, it was a win.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, um, he could have easily gone earlier. Uh, and again, given the kind of the way that we've set this league up, um, he could have easily gone earlier. I think he's. Uh, He's going to be a good a good pick uh, for yeah, me, the, I think. There yeah. was a
0: bit of a run of tight ends at this point, wasn't there? Yeah. You've just seen, um, like, Bray, Howard, Kosicki, Hurst. And I think Fant was, like, the last one of that level. Um, although, Bruce has very strong opinions about uh, Blake Jarwin, don't you, Bruce? Yeah. Mark <laughs> <laughs> in top ten. <laughs> Every time. So I think you did well here, mate. I think you did well. Twelve and thirteen.
2: Thanks.
0: Mike Williams and Will Fuller. Big lads.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um I think hopefully with a a bit of luck with he he did he Williams am I right in saying he's the he's the one that had like ridiculously bad luck with touchdowns last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And ridiculously good luck the year before. Yeah, so it's balancing itself out. Um,
2: <clears throat> let's see. I think he could be. He could be good. Um, he's. He's just. He's just a steady player, though, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he could. He could have a few blow up weeks.
2: Yeah. I really like. I really like the Will Fuller pick. God, yeah, yeah, I think. I
1: Fuller in the thirteenth is an absolute
2: brilliant.
1: Yeah, that's really yeah it's a smash. He's just.
2: He's just. Injury, though, isn't he? He's always on the treatment table. Yeah,
1: and you cannot, in this league, you can always just yeah. there's going to be someone else you can grab off the waivers if he gets injured. But right. you could have some absolute huge weeks.
0: He scored 52 points one week last
2: year. I know that was <laughs> and Hopkins only double figure, though.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't say
0: that's that, Bobs. Just say the one about 52.
2: <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's pretty magic, but um you know well we'll see i think i've taken a number of risks in this draft and at this stage i was literally throwing caution to the wind um plus uh, as I, as i mentioned this one was again probably my bedtime so oh <laughs> uh,
1: yeah,
2: yeah i think
0: that the, i'm not too excited about williams just because like you said the same problem that allen has that we've got this sort of uncertainty at quarterback but i think fuller is a steal to get in this late to be honest because he could easily have, a, like, still him and Deshaun Watson, he could easily have another fifty-point week. He does yeah. that, you've won, you've won that week off one player. Yeah. So yeah. I think he's definitely worth the risk. And like we said, if he gets injured, then you drop him, and so be it. But I,
2: yeah. I really like that. Move. Yeah, we we will see. I think. I can't I, believe I think you got in
0: five rounds later than Jerry Judy. I mean, what's
2: going
1: on <laughs> with that? <laughs> you could swap those two picks.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I could. I. I I'll maybe trade Judy at some point. We'll see. Trade him see. My, although in return, Michael, probably, you probably need
0: to like name the new baby Mike or something. <laughs> even if it's yeah. a girl. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then you finished off. I like your finish as well, mate. Will Disley, the forgotten man of the Seattle Seahawks and Cole Beasley. How do you feel yeah. about these?
2: I think another guy who, uh, Disley who just needs to stay fit, Right um yeah. and he could be all right uh i think again buyer's remorse creativity juices had stopped at this point and
0: <laughs> you just uh, like end it now
2: yeah yeah i was i was i was i was gone um, i think actually this one was a early morning pick if i remember rightly i woke up and i, I started the, the draw off at like Six thirty in the morning. So, (laughs) this this draft uh, rather. So, um. But no, I I, I like it. I think again, if he stays fit, he could have a good season. And again, with tight ends getting, you know, benefit, then I think he could be all right.
0: Bruce, you had Will Disley in dynasty. I think you still got him. Love what your feels. Yeah,
1: love him. He's gonna. You mean? it's a, it's a 14th round here, so if you yeah. pick up Will Disley and he gets six or seven targets week one, Seahawks are going to pass more this year. He could be an absolute smash. He's coming off the Achilles injury, but he's the best tight end on the Seahawks if he's fit. So,
0: yeah, I think I think you're a fool if you're taking Greg Olson on a roster that still got Will Disley on it. Yeah, um, because if he's fit, he'll be the number one target, and yeah. they were. Throwing it non stop to their tight ends last year and in, in the red zone as well. Um, yeah, if he's fit, Bob's, I think you've played an absolute glider with this
2: one. Does, uh, does he co- does he come in before week four?
1: I, I messaged him on Twitter about it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> he, he, go Bruce? Bruce? he never got back to me, so ah, you know, that's a shame. <laughs>
0: To be fair, he's only just been allowed back in the team facility, so it might be a little while before he knows what his prognosis for the start of the season is. (laughs) Now, you can get yourself, mate, a little blue tick on Twitter because you're a podcaster, so uh, maybe then he'll respond as a a journalist. (laughs)
2: Brilliant.
0: All right, Bobs. So that closed it out. I mean, Cole Beasley, I've got to say about it was the last round. No one really had anything good on the table. He's a steady scorer. Um, yeah. What were your overall? What was your overall feeling of that? when you look back then at your whole roster? How do you how do you feel about it?
2: Um, I think, like I say, the the objective was to get McCaffrey. Did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> such a good strategy. I thought about. And then, and then, yeah, really, uh, I think, I think, after that is probably a six to seven out of ten over, for the rest of the draft. I think a, ten out of ten, obviously, with 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 McCaffrey. Then, yeah, I, I would I would score my overall draft around seven seven and a
0: half. Nice, Bruce. Do you want to give him a grade? I'll give him eight. Oh, nice. thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with it. I'll join you at seven and a half, Bob's. Um, There's a couple of the odd ones.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a a few, few odd ones.
0: <laughs> in with some absolute inspiration.
2: <laughs> like a night
0: out with Bob's, really.
2: Yeah. There we go. We go. We're good. We're good. And like I say, I think it's all going to change after we go crazy on in the trade trade wars.
0: And the, and the injuries. I think this and, league is is injuries and then the tactics around the bye weeks. Like if you have had a bad start oh, to the season yeah. and you get to week nine and you're playing a team that's doing well, it's got a lot of good players, but it's only going to play eight players. Then do yeah. you drop half your team, make sure you've got starters just to make sure you get the win? Because it's all about just getting into the playoffs, isn't
2: it? It's such a crazy, crazy league, that the way that you've set it up with no, <laughs> no bench. <laughs>
0: so... <Are> you, <laughs> We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I do like your squad, mate. It is going to compete. You've definitely got enough players who can score the big points there that he means you will be competitive. You've gone three quarterbacks, which I think as we talk about this more and more, I strongly feel is a must. Like, I think a quarterback compared to what you could pick up at the equivalent stage to fill your final flex spot, you'll just always do so much better with with the Mm. third quarterbacks.
2: Um, i to start though
0: as well well yeah i mean zero is a pretty <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty easy to beat but overall <laughs> i did li- i like your move bobs uh, thanks thanks good well so well done mate. so well done um do you hang around if you don't mind i think we've got 16 minutes till bedtime because i just want to get in our uh our final little section which is to talk about yeah. trades and waiver wire activity from this week um There was one trade that happened within the draft itself. It wasn't very spectacular. Um, (laughs) But I I can't go through a draft without making a trade. So um, I traded Stee so that Stee moved down two picks in the 12th round and then moved back up two picks in the 15th round. Um, And this was literally all because there was a run of um, tight ends that was going on at the time. And I needed a tight end. And I didn't want Mike to get hold of Chris Hendon. Um, So I offered this trade and said, Steve, make this trade with me because Mike will pick a tight end. You don't need a tight end. I'll pick a tight end as well. You'll get the same player, but you'll move up two spots in the 15th. And it turns out that's exactly what happened. So a rare win-win for us. And I got my boy, Chris Hendon. Um,
2: I thought thought this trade uh, before you made your trade was uh was something different uh, <laughs> I, ge- I genuinely was thinking is pete buttering ste up for for <laughs> trades later in the in the year uh, <laughs> and i, I even we, we we set up mike ste and i set up a, a separate whatsapp group just to just to help ste along as a as a newbie a and, chat. Um, yeah i yeah. <laughs> and we were saying um I think I think Mike said something something about um your your trades with Pete will be will be very fair, worked out and um that'll be good. And I said I said, yeah, but he might also want oh. to trade with you down the line. And I think he was left frustrated with a few of us last season. <laughs> Just not trading with him. <laughs> because his his deals were too logical. I like to build a rapport and then I hit them with the maths
1: and see how it goes
2: <laughs> and that's, that's, that's great you're not going to lose you're not going to lose with a trade but you're also not going to win with a trade <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah it's going to be absolutely equal um, unfortunately Steve used that extra two spots to move up the draft uh, to picture Kobe Brissett who I'm fairly sure was going to be zero all season long but that's that was Steve's choice I can't, I can't argue with that <laughs>
2: I don't think you can blame Steve. Like I say, there's been worse debuts and I've already mentioned my five quarterbacks.
0: Don't worry, Bob, that is still the worst. Um, (laughs) Right, but there was a much more interesting trade that cracked off in our dynasty league. Um, Sorry for those of you who are not in this league, but it was quite a big one. Um, Happened last night. It was between Mike the ginger... uh, Trading Prince and uh, Dave. So Mike acquired Kenny Golladay, Zach Ertz, I think Brian Hill, and Ben Roethlisberger. And Dave traded away, and then Dave acquired, sorry, Philip Lindsay, Baker Mayfield, Tyler Higby, and Devontae Parker. Oh, and Mike also got a fourth and fifth round pick in among that. Now, I've made my feelings uh, clear about this trade on a little bit of a whatsapp rant which i was i have you know i was going to save it for the podcast but then i was uh, enticed into it by people asking me questions i think they knew i think i was being set up to be honest i think they knew that if they asked me enough questions about the trade eventually i wouldn't be able to resist writing a you know 10 paragraph long response <laughs> so instead of uh, me leading discussion i'm gonna open it up to you uh,
1: to bruce and bobs bruce what did you what did you think of this trade I like definitely like Mike's side of it, pretty much. I think in our league, the, in any trade, whoever ends up the best player, went in the trade. So you have got Kenny G. basically, I think he's his third third season or fourth season, just absolutely yeah. smashing the whole time. Stafford's not coming back from coming back from injury. He's just he's a top ten locked in wide receiver. Um, um, i don't really know what dave gets back he upgraded at quarterback and then took a few punts on parker and it could be it could go either way but still love me some kenny g
0: <laughs> kenny g all night long uh bobs so what were your thoughts
2: well i, I completely missed this one because i was uh, in bed Sorry. so <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but uh, you know the 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 sound by the sounds of it it sounds as though Mike has um, Mike has won that big uh, again but um, we'll see we'll see I think he's uh, he's very good with his trades he makes you feel really warm and fuzzy um, <laughs> about about what you're getting um, so I hope for Dave's sake that uh, yeah it, it, it works for him as well so yeah so I wanted
0: to this is what I wanted to ask you about specifically because you've both traded with him and I have to say every trade he seems to get like like a little cherry on the cake, which I, I don't think he deserves. Like in this trade, you got a fourth and fifth round pick. I've no idea why. Literally <laughs> no idea. When Bruce you traded uh, Tyler Lockett with him, he managed to get a first and a third. Yeah, I don't no, really no. why why the third came from.
1: there. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that.
0: Yeah, Plus, and and
1: Bob, I you, Lockett though.
0: Yeah, 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 but, but where does where and uh, Bob's you've obviously traded quite a few times with him. How does he? How does he, you know, what's he, what's he touching when he suddenly gets this little like, extra cherry on the cake for these trades? And
2: he's just, he's just a very nice guy with trades. It uh, makes you feel very good. And then, you know, I think, I think he makes sure that you look after him at the back end. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> and it, it's, it's amazing. It really is. Uh, he's a great storyteller. Uh and uh, yeah, like I like it when he tucks me in at night, so <laughs> he
0: sounds like a old uncle hitting on a teenage girl. But...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite possibly,
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I think I have to agree with Bruce. I think the the jewel in the crown here was Galliday. Um he is a, you know, I took him in our draft we were just talking about in the second round. I think he was the. One, two, three. So he went after Thomas, Jones, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams and then Kenny Galladay. Like He is wow. up there with the best five wide receivers in the league in my opinion um, and I think um, Mike's added and, and as Bruce said and sort of elaborated on the chat is that with our dynasty league we've got quite big squads but actually not too many starters so and everyone can build when, when the injuries aren't playing a part at the start of the season, everyone's starting team looks really nice on paper. Yeah. Um, so you need those players who are going to just outscore those others at their position. And the reason Mike has the best starting team in the league at the moment is because he's got, them. he's got Lamar, he's got Mahomes, he's got Thomas, um, he's got CMC, and now he's added uh, Kenny G to that. And, um, so very nice trade for Michael.
2: He's yeah, not I'm he's nervous. weak is he he's not weak. He's not, in, he's in not any weak.
0: Any. I mean his bench is a sack of shite.
2: Yeah. We should
0: all feel good about his bench <laughs> and the fact that in a few years he's got nothing. Uh, he'll tell you that Jerry Judy is the next coming of Christ, but <laughs> <laughs> he's relying on Drew Locke and Courtland Sutton like becoming different players. So in a few years he'll be gone. But until then it's gonna be pretty painful to watch. <laughs>
2: To make sure Amazon don't deliver that trophy eh? yeah yeah
0: yeah Where's keep that? hold of that mate keep hold of that trophy it'll eventually go elsewhere <laughs> just maybe not for a year or two <laughs>
2: yeah I worry okay. about
0: that okay. well I do wish the best of luck to Dave um, when we have him on the pod we will ask him about this one and find out where that 4th and 5th round pick came from for example um, yeah I think long term maybe Parker can become as good as Galladay maybe Higby can become as good as Ertz um, and uh, maybe Mayfield becomes a starter who is as, as good as, um, I, as I, said, I As I said on the WhatsApp thread, I don't rate Lindsay. Um, I just don't see him ever breaking out to be a sort of wide receiver one. I don't think he'd ever make a starting 11 for you. Um, but it's a lot of risk that Dave has taken on, so I wish him the best, and I hope it works out for him. Good luck, Dave. Yeah, and I hope he doesn't feel like that friendly uncle who tucked him into bed didn't <laughs> then feel him up when he <laughs> wasn't sure about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we've we've gone over an hour, so I think I'm gonna um, uh, bring it to a close there. Um, uh, Bobs, Bruce, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure chatting to you. Brilliant. Mm-hmm who knows if we can make this into a podcast um (laughs) i'm gonna play with it now and and hope that uh, i can produce something in audio form
2: um (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: yeah well so was chloe so it's really a four-person show this one
1: (laughs) um so yeah bruce any any final thoughts um no i think that was a really good part so i'm looking forward to the next one uh, I am
0: already. Um, we'll have to see if we can get on as our next guest, uh, Bob. So you you were magnificent. I yeah. felt I felt a range of emotions going through your draft from uh, pure elation that your get CMC strategy had paid off. <laughs> I'm not sure how you managed to influence my pe- taking pieces of paper out of a bit of glass, but it worked. And um, yeah, from your... From the obvious anxiety of the early picks to your um, just playing, being like pestered by everyone. So <laughs> it's just a big choice. Uh, I enjoyed it all the way through. And as a, I think me and Bruce are, are firmly in your corner for that you've you've done well and that yeah. you'll uh, you'll be a challenger this year. So I look forward to
2: seeing okay, how it rolls on. All well, right, gents. Thank you, guys.
0: Appreciate I'm going to bring it to the end. Until our next episode, to ra for Right,
1: See you later, guys. Ciao.